Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Halloween is Halloween. It's time for scares. It's time for scares. Well, it's been a busy week. We have the giant hurricane that's perfectly normal and doesn't even exist, and let's not even talk about it. Then the life of Colette, the death of Sears, and the reasons why it's wrong to call Melania Trump a stripper. Reason six will shock you. Yes, the sketch does insult Melania Trump, but only exactly as much as it insults literally everyone else. And then... It's Halloween. It's time for Spooks and Scare. We got a bunch of Halloween things, including the ghost of Elvis giving Kanye West some advice, plus some ghosts of Halloween sketches past. And we've got music playing behind me by the Shags. Ah, oh, the Shags. We'll have more of them at the end, not to worry. In the meantime, this is the final edition Radio Hour. Welcome back to the Weather Channel's continued coverage of Hurricane Michael. As the storm continues to ravage Florida's panhandle, let's check in with our newest correspondent on the scene. She comes to us from Fox News. Hi, I'm Brandy Laughlin, coming to you live from Tallahassee, Florida, where the weather appears to be fine and perfectly normal. Perfectly normal? There is a Category 4 hurricane in that area. This alleged hurricane is another exaggeration by the mainstream media. Don't let a few drops and the liberals ruin your weekend. Sorry, winds on the Florida coast have reached up to 155 miles per hour. Um, agree to disagree? (laughs) Let's look at our weather radar map. See that big red swirl over Florida? It's obviously showing all of the registered conservative voters. Red wave, woo! As I was saying, this is typical October weather. Have a barbecue, go out. Hey, pumpkin spice latte is back! Please do not do that, folks. There is a severe weather advisory in effect, and is that a car floating away behind you? A Hyundai! When President Trump's trade sanctions go into effect, we won't see foreign-made vehicles blatantly malfunctioning like this. It doesn't look safe there, Brandy. You should really take shelter. Um, agree to disagree? Seriously, get out of there. This is all very eye-opening. Glad you're coming to your senses. I see George Soros has obviously paid hurricane protesters. What? These hurricane protesters are getting paid to destroy public property. It's like a liberal conspiracy, just like climate change and believing women and... Ah! Oh my God. 
folks, I apologize that you just had to witness that horrific display. I'm fine, just getting a pumpkin spice latte. Oh wait, we don't like Starbucks anymore. Carol Spinney, the voice of Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch on Sesame Street, is retiring at age 84. The final edition asks the man on the street. What do you think? Now that he's in his 80s, Oscar the Grouch complaining about everything just doesn't feel funny anymore. On this final episode, Oscar the Grouch would be hoisted into a garbage truck. I always knew it would end this way. I mean, everyone liked Big Bird more before it was me too. Today's number is 84. One. Ah, 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 ah. They gave him a gold watch, and then they had to do an episode on how to tell time. He was waiting to retire when a Democrat was president, but he couldn't make it. Now a Republican is going to appoint the new Big Bird. Brett Bird. 72! Ah, 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 ah! 73! Ah, ah! I can finally uh, audition to be the voice of Big Bird. I do a great Big Bird. Okay, here, uh, you guys ready to hear my Big Bird? Uh... Hey, I'm Big Bird! Welcome to Sesame Street! I'm Jeremy, Children's Television Workshop, and I'm here to offer you a job as Big Bird. Like, everybody else has to retire at a much younger age, but Big Bird could last until age 84. Yeah, Muppets have a terrible union. He has more time to dedicate to his true passion, being a furry. The bird was so big because his heart was so enlarged. That's right, kids. Puppets die. Do you know if this is the hospital room that Sears is in? You're in the right place, and good you came to visit. Not sure how much longer they have. Oh, God, it's that bad. If your definition of bad is being an empty corpse of its former self, then yes. Are you a relative? Sears is my parent company. My name's Kmart. So what's the diagnosis? Well, it seems like a terminal case of Chapter 11. The sad thing is, if we had caught it earlier, we maybe could have cured it, as it's been brewing in Sears' system for many years. God, that's the same thing I had a while back, but Sears came to my rescue. I would trade my entire Martha Stewart collection to make them better right now. Excuse me, is this the Sears room? Yes, it is. And you are... I'm Ken. Ken Moore. I came as soon as I could. Is it true? I'm afraid so. But there's got to be something that we can do, right, Doctor? No, nothing. Uh, This happened before, but Sears always comes back. It would definitely lift their spirits if they could only see their favorite adopted cousin, Kenmore, here right now. You think Kenmore's Sears' favorite adopted cousin? I'll commit battery for that title. Die hard. Get on in here. Wow. If only Sears had had this many people visit it earlier, maybe it wouldn't be dying. These doctors don't know what they're doing. Let's take Sears to another place. Yeah, like to a mall doctor or a gift shop in an airport doctor. We've had our most somewhat qualified people look them over. 
Not much we can do at this point. Bullshit! Okay, so let's just pretend this is all true and Sears really is dying. What happens to us? Maybe there's something else we can do. Like, if we find a new home? If you think I'm gonna live online, then you have another thing coming. That's what killed Sears! I know it might not be easy, but it may be our only option. Nah, Sears will be fine. They're just pretending. What up, dudes? Hey, Hey, Target. Target. How's my old buddy? doing? Not so well. I just wish bankruptcy would take me instead. Why, Death? Why? Dang. Well, that's too bad. You know, I always tried to help Sears become a little cooler, but you know how Sears is. Boring. Outdated. Poorly run. Yeah, those. Well, see ya, my guys. Time to go try on more Massimo. Well, visiting hours are just about over, so if there's anything else you'd like to say to Sears... Now would be the time. Yes. We all prepared our own version of Green Day's Good Riddance, a.k.a. the best time of your life. Another turning point, park stuck in the road. And that's visiting hours. You'll have to come back tomorrow. Bye. Wait, no, no, no. no, no, Sears, we love you. you. Come on. Forever and ever. Too soon. Oh, good. Now that they're all gone, I can finish what I started. Yes, I, Dr. Amazon Prime. Now, where's that plug? (laughs) Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. Time grabs you by the wrist, directs you where to go. So make the best of this. Here, Barry, have some leftover wedding cake. Oh, thank you. You know, I just, I can't believe how far we have come with the lesbian and gay rights. I mean, like, we can get married. We can um, file taxes jointly, um, visit each other in the hospital. You don't sound very happy about it, Dom. Oh, well, no, I mean, I am. It's just that... I recently saw that movie Colette with Kira Knightley, and I yeah. I just can't help feeling like I missed the best time to be a lesbian. I mean, yeah. well, wait, let's let's ask Kira Knightley to come in here and and summarize the uh, Colette's life. I grew up in the gorgeous French countryside. Fiona Shaw was my mum. She taught me how to not take shit from anybody. I married a really fun guy with a really big dick. And he moved me to Paris to a really wonderful apartment. And he said, hey, why don't you write a novel? And I said, okay. So I brought out my little cute French notebook and my ink pen. And I wrote a novel. And it was a huge hit. I mean, flying off the shelves. It took me eight hours. And I wrote this huge hit. And then I wrote another one and another one. And they were all giant, huge hits. We were the toast of Paris. It turns out my husband not only had a big dick, but he was a big dick. So... I left him for my girlfriend, who was like a baron or something, who wore men's trousers and cravats. And then we joined a gay and lesbian pantomime troupe that apparently invented lip syncing. And we toured all around France to standing ovations because, well, who doesn't love pantomime performed by gay people? And then I said, hey, I think I'll write a novel about this. And I did, and it was also a huge success. And then I moved back to Paris. And I wrote many more novels. I had many lovers. 
and I pretty much drank and smoked as much as I pleased and lived to be 81. Well, sure, but I bet Colette never had the chance to make bigot bakers make her a wedding cake when they didn't want to. Yeah, no, that's that's true. She she didn't get to do that. Dom, does this cake taste funny to you? Mm, yeah, it's a, is it nutmeg or human spit? Human spit. It's human spit. Did you see that new T.I. video? I can't believe he would call Melania a stripper. It's sexist and it's gross and it's insulting. Totally. Right. And while there is a good amount of hypocrisy going on with our grab him by the pussy president, regularly demeaning other women that he doesn't own, I don't think that that makes it right to demean his wife by portraying her as a stripper. Right. If she's our first lady, she's the president's wife. I mean, she's a high-class escort or sugar baby, if anything. Let's be clear about that. No, no. She's the president's wife. Wait, he doesn't own her. Well, that's sort of what marriage was invented for, you know? Fine, sure. But that's not being a sex worker. Well, obviously all women use their sexuality for profit. We know this to be true. It's their most valuable resource and the world's oldest profession. But there is a huge difference between a blue collar and a white collar sex worker. What, what are you talking about? The ranks of the levels of sex workers, like from entry level mailroom clerk to CEO. Are you kidding? No. We live in a capitalist society, okay? Every job has rankings of respectability based on salary versus labor. With sex work, it goes first, low-class whores who sleep with strangers for cash or drugs on the street, then strippers who have to ride on top of strangers and collect singles off the floor, then fetish workers, sexy masseuses, and escorts who get like a fat stack of cash off the dresser of usually a wealthy guy, and then sugar babies who have regular clients and get direct deposits and their Amazon wish list fulfilled. Yeah, but she's married to him. What they have is legal. It's not prostitution. Right. Wives have the sweetest deal of everyone. They get it all, but with an airtight contract and a severance package. They also have the most full-time gig, though. Sex work plus a shit ton of emotional labor. Mm. Well, what about mistresses? Sort of like a sugar baby, but with less job security. Oh, what do you mean? See, the idea of love or even mutual lust makes it easier for rich, powerful men to evade the social contract of fair compensation for work on the part of the women, both emotional and sexual. And they can also just be a dick and withdraw their affection and attention at any time and pretend that you don't exist. So you're guaranteed nothing. At least the sugar baby has more of a reasonable expectation to receive benefits in return for her time. Well, what about women that just like to have sex, like not for money? <laughs> you mean sluts? Oh, they're on the bottom. Yeah, usually. I mean, we all love sluts. Yes, slut. But we also all hate sluts. And that's why it's a slur. It's a woman who doesn't believe in capitalism, like a sexual communist. Wow, I, I have a lot to think about. Yeah, so let's just be clear on what sort of sex worker we're talking about here, okay? Like, let's not mislabel women. Let's be respectful. Right, because the most important thing is that most of them are people. Most? 
Well, some cam girls are robots. Are you sure? Okay, well then all of them should all get like the minimum decency of human respect. Right. Wait, do we still respect humans in America? Oh, hmm. Oh, fuck. Let's just drink. Here, I have purse vodka. Oh my God, you're the classiest escort I know. Oh, thanks, slut. Men grow cold as girls grow old, and we all lose our charms in the end. But square cut or pear shape, these rocks don't lose their shape. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good evening, or I suppose morning if you're listening to this in your car on your way to work, but we recorded it at night. This is Sam Gerwitz on behalf of The Final Edition. Recently, recording artist and human embodiment of the least fun parts of psychosis, Kanye West, has been heavily lobbying on behalf of President Trump. But he's hardly the first celebrity to support an unpopular conservative. We have in the studio this evening a guest who has some experience with this. Please welcome the ghost of Elvis. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. So, ghost of Elvis, I didn't know you were political. Oh, back in my life days, I loved Tricky Dick Nixon because he was tough on our enemies. <laughs> you mean the Viet Cong? No, I mean those damn long hairs that took over the music industry. Well, what advice do you have for Kanye to help him out with his new career as a sellout? Oh, for starters, uh, he should demand some perks in exchange for his endorsement. Like how I forced Nixon to make me a drug czar. Was that a real job title? Of course not, but it allowed me to stop strangers on the street, punch them in the face, and take all their drugs. Then I'll do the drugs in front of them and be like, I'm the king, honey. Huh. There's just two things you gotta know about Elvis Presley. I love drugs and weird things on sandwiches. But didn't supporting Nixon hurt your image with younger fans? Hey, kids are poor. They have to get money from their parents. And parents love Nixon. So I cut out the middleman and went straight to the source. Huh. Well, this is a podcast and no one can see your pelvic thrusting, Ghost of Elvis. I'm the king, darling. They can feel it in their brains and in their loins. Huh. Uh, yeah, they can. Please stop. Anyway, do you like President Trump? Well, as a ghost, I don't really follow modern politics. I voted for the ghost of Attila the Hun. Really? Yeah, I really liked his stance on capital gains tax. But I think Kanye is smart to embrace Trump. He wants to make America great again, and I was king when America was great the first time around. I got famous by stealing Hound Dog from Big Mama Thornton. I'm still the world's most famous rock star 40 years after my death. 
and you don't even know what Big Mama Thornton looks like. So Kanye, you keep doing what you're doing, because even if they hate you, they're gonna remember you. Okay, please stop the pelvic thrusting. Oh, oh, I physically can't. Oh, back spasm. Now you're on the floor. Oh, oh, oh. Colonel, hit me with a broom. Oh, oh, oh. Colonel, drag me out of the studio. The ghost of Elvis has left the building. You're still here. Oh. Well, there you have it. The ghost of Elvis. On behalf of the final edition, this is Sam Gerwitz saying, have a wonderful day. Unless you're listening to this at 2.30 in the morning to help you fall asleep, in which case... You ain't nothing but a hound Monsters that will never get a movie deal. Number 17. Janice Bathory, the bulimic vampire. I can't believe I trained another Cajun chef. There's so many calories in that. I'm so disgusting. I'll never fit back in my coffin. Thank the Dark Lord I can't see myself in a mirror. Ugh, nobody's gonna fetishize a fat vampire. Are you okay in there? I'm fine, Mom! This has been Monsters That Will Never Get a Movie Deal from the Final Edition Radio Hour. On Ghost Hunters. We're here at the apartment of Miss Sarah Hazlitt. This location has been the site of some intense and terrifying paranormal occurrences, and the client wants us to see if we can document anything as proof. We're going to see if we can record any evidence of this creature's haunting presence, and even more haunting absence. It all began when I met Ben in a bar that was built on an old graveyard. Or at least he said his name was Ben. He was sort of a shiny gray, and I could see right through him. But he definitely had a human face. We had a great conversation. He bought me a drink, and he asked for my number. And then what happened? I went back to the bar a week later, and I saw him again. Then he began haunting my apartment, and when I was laying in bed, I could feel his weight on my chest. It was pretty hot. Did he leave any physical evidence of his presence? Yeah, he would move chairs around, sometimes toss books off the shelves. He also left a toothbrush. Oh, man. And he would text me. My phone would light up and I would go cold and I I just knew it was a message from him saying, I'm here or I'm running late, I'll be by later, keep that booty warm, XOXO. Wow, that is an intense experience. But then suddenly... Then what, Sarah? It's okay. After a few weeks, he he just disappeared. God, that's so terrifying. Not even another text message. No, nothing. Not a cold chill running down my back or a weird creaky sound. Just nothing. I am so sorry, Sarah. It seems you may have been ghost-ghosted. It's like I thought you 
wanted to haunt me, you know? I mean, you started it, you possessed me, and then texted me, you know? And then you just disappear? Or did you cross over? I mean, what? Wow, that's intense. Alright, well, let's see if we can get a reading. I've got something on the EMF. Oh man, that was loud. There's definitely something here. Do you hear that? Is that footsteps? It it sounds like they're going down the hall over there. Let's check it out. There's something cold in the air, but it feels like... It's running away. Ben. Ben, is that you? You can talk to us. It's gone. So, Sarah, we've reviewed the tapes, and we got something really interesting to show you. Here's your kitchen last night, and there you are, clearly getting water, and you can see the shape of a man behind you. That's him! I would know that gray shape anywhere. But what's what's he doing? He's avoiding you. Yeah, after looking at the EMF readings and comparing to my vast knowledge of paranormal events... It seems you were haunted by a level one FB poltergeist. FB? Fuck boy. Sarah, I'm so sorry. You were definitely ghost ghosted. Motherfucker! Next time on Ghost Hunters, we investigate the gruesome and infamous cuck hauntings. At the headquarters of the Democratic National Committee, Shortly after the zombie apocalypse. Okay, so is everybody in? It looks like we're the last survivors. We're all gonna have to work together if we're gonna defeat the zombie apocalypse. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, of course. Okay, great. First thing, we need guns. Um... Yes, Carol? Guns make me feel really unsafe. And this whole zombie thing has been really triggering anyway. Okay, well, I would really like to validate your feelings, Carol, but I think guns are going to be very important to this scenario. Well, I think if we start to discount people's feelings at this point, we're never going to make it as a new society. Look, Carol, you're going to have to toughen up and deal with some guns. This is the zombie apocalypse. Okay, wow. Toughen up? Because I'm a woman? Can you check your male privilege, please? Carol, look, women can be tough. You'd know that if you were around more than just white feminists all the time. Oh, okay, so my feelings aren't valid because of the color of my skin? That's really fair. Shit, I think that was the fence. I'm just feeling really attacked right now. You're going to be feeling really attacked by zombies in a minute, white bitch. Okay, just wow. Praise be Allah, please save us. Oh no, you did not just bring that terrorist shit in here. Terrorists? Muslims aren't terrorists, you ignorant person. Ignorant? Why? Because I'm black? Hey, can everyone please just shut the fuck up? and focus on the zombies that are coming to eat our brains? Look, I want to defeat these zombies just as much as anyone, but if you think I'm going to let you tell me what to do, some white man... Yeah, does the white man always get to be in charge, even in the zombie apocalypse? I wasn't even trying to be in charge. You guys just won't get off your damn phones for more than a minute. What are you even looking at? Everyone on Facebook's dead. Don't try and silence us, angry white male. That's it. I say we protest. Let's take to the streets. Yeah, I'm down. We will be heard. But what's your message even? Wait, no, no, don't open the door. So that was all written by Gina Gusto. Keith Salter-Janes, Ben Kirshner, Dominique DeBell, Samantha Gerwitz, and Joe Davis. I don't have a sketch in here. Huh. 
It was performed and improvised by most of those people, plus Mike Besaw, Chase O'Donnell, Savannah Brown, Jessica Park, and Barry Lank. We have music from Kevin McLeod as well as The Shags. Their name is spelled with two G's at the end if you want to look them up. They were playing behind me at the beginning of the show, as I mentioned, and they're playing behind me now. The executive producer and engineer is Barry Lank, with technical help from the fully animatronic and surprisingly lifelike Kurt Carlson. Good night! You can never see anybody in this world Oh, the girls with short hair want long hair And the girls with long hair want short hair Oh, the boys with cars want motorcycles And the boys with money Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.